episode four, a mere girl and sister, I'll go dark side. Um, and this one, I think, just picks up with them at the, the, the coyote dude's place, getting their gear together, saying bye to the other parties, and uh, getting ready to go dark side. And so he gives them this crazy vehicle that runs on geothermal, and he gives them these maps uh, that show the location, the, the, the most recent known location of the, the geothermal vents. And it's got this big power cell that you just, it's like on an anchor chain and you drop it down into the geothermal vent and you have to wait or whatever, but that charges up the power cell. And then you're able to, uh, able to continue going. But there's like ice quakes and all kinds of just like shifting crap on that side. And so the vents are, are constantly shifting and they usually only shift by like, you know, 50 to 100 miles, but it can be significant. And so you get these little fucking, uh, these little drones that you can launch up once you get within like 50 miles of where uh, the vent should be where you can recharge. And the drone goes up and uh, with like geothermal or with uh, infrared rather, it like senses where the vent is in case it's moved and uh, just relays a, uh, a directional coordinate back down to you. And then the drone just like crashes out or whatever and it's gone. They're like single use. So he gives them like, you know, five of them, which should be twice as many as they need to get to the first place they're trying to go on the cold side. Um, and they set out on the cold side into the darkness with this like crazy vehicle it's like a snow cat you know but it goes like super slow but like you have to stay in it and stuff because um, you can't be outside for too damn long and the snow's real deep you'll just like post hole all day and shit um and so they're in this little vehicle and they're all going and uh their cool fucking snow cat also has like a a tiny little sled trailer that has a seismic device on it that's supposed to uh, give a little bit of pre-detection on uh, ice quakes. And it's really especially important to uh, monitor it when you're within 100 miles of a known uh, geothermal vent because that's where the quakes most commonly occur. And uh, uh, the thing's got some kind of like ice quake mode you can go into. Um, but the big thing is if you're if you're anywhere near a vent like if you're like next to it refueling like and your seismic thing goes off you have to like get your shit up and get out of there as fast as you can the dude warns them like very strongly like that you got to watch this little dude when you're near him because if it if stuff tries to sh if you're near a vent when stuff tries to shift you're gonna get have a really bad time and so uh yeah <clears throat> They start going, and uh, they're they're in the vehicle, and they're talking, and there's conversation between all three now because we have the sister there, and uh, so we're sort of blowing her mind a little bit, and um, they reach like their first spot where they need to deploy their their vent sensor, and they do it, and it's right where it's supposed to be, and halfway from there to the vent, they get a bunch of weird seismic readings on their thing, and. Uh, they 
can't decide whether they should shoot up another one of their things to make sure it didn't shift or if they should just go to it and they decide they don't have that many things and it should only shift by 100 miles so they should be good and so they decide to keep going towards it and they'll deploy one if they get there and it's it's no good or whatever and when they show up there there's another one of these vehicles that's uh basically been just like swallowed up and crushed recently by ice and everything's like steaming but it's all collapsed in and so they can't get energy from it um so they have to deploy one of their things and they do it and uh amir is going to check the other vehicle to see if there's anybody around or if there's any survivors or whatever and sure enough uh, there is somebody and so this person it, they have to basically like rescue him and like the other two people that are with him are dead and uh, they rescue him and bring him into their thing and they're like we're going to you know this one station it's just like another you know 400 miles or something and it's supposed to be like pretty badass it's like super underground and stationed right next to like one of the oldest geothermal vents that like has never moved and stuff so they're going to this this big settlement on the cold side and uh he says that's fine with him because he needs he was going back towards the rim but he'll take what he can get obviously because you know you're all fucked up in the middle of nowhere yeah so the dude that they rescued is like super weird and they can't really tell what his deal is and whatnot but he's like he seems pretty harmless but uh later it turns out that he's a wanted criminal from this place that they're on their way to and they don't learn this until they're like pretty much approaching and he's like oh like i'm just gonna get out here or he's like try and hide me or something and they're like what like we, it's too late like we can't do that and and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, you have to. And they like sort of, so they sort of try to hide him all fucking, you know, Chewbacca style. Um, and so they do that. They leave him just like hiding in the vehicle and they just like abandon him or whatever because they're like, fuck, like these people are going to like fuck us up if they realize we're like doing stuff with this guy. So they just leave him there hoping that he's not going to like steal their shit or fuck with it or whatever. And, uh, they show up, <clears throat> they show up, and uh, at first the guys at the uh, the entrance to this place, they think that they're uh, somebody else, like that they've been, they've been waiting for somebody to come back in a similar vehicle, and uh, they didn't, and they ask them if they've seen them, and they're like, who are you, why are you here, and they're like, oh, we're like, you know, looking for this important guy that fled from an attack out on the rim and like we really super need to find him and uh they're like well i don't think he's here and they're like but are you sure he's not here and they're like well there's been you know more traffic than usual but like you know i i haven't seen anybody matching that description and they're like well you can't turn us away now like you have to let us at least you know show up and get some food and like charge our vehicle and, and ask around a little bit and so he accepts that and lets them and so they show up to the ice city and we get to start seeing how that's put together and uh what they do and again they're going to be really insular and have very little like interaction with other settlements or any trade or any commerce or anything like that they're very much just like sustaining themselves and uh 
yeah, they've just got tons of geothermal heat. So they've just got these like massive indoor grow rooms and, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if they're, they got fucking like chickens and fucking all kinds of weird shit going on. And, uh, yeah. And this place is like huge, right? Like there's like 10,000 people living there and they have like, they have like a school and they have like a church and they have like a, a government um, and they're, they're, they're like fucking underground ice Sweden or something, you know, they're very much like, <clears throat> just like super chill and super democratic and just like, uh, you know, really almost sort of like, you know, it feels very utopian and maybe it sort of is, or maybe, maybe it ends up not being like most things or whatever, but it's very much like, yeah, I wonder what like the the corruption here is. And, and this is where they're going to find the mystic. The mystic went to the dark side or whatever. Um, but he may or may not be in this city, but, um, I think that, uh, yeah, they've, they've seen him. They're going to get clues about him here. Um, yeah, maybe when they show up, the dudes are like, she looks like a runner or whatever. And Amir's like, no, she's not. She used to be, but and she's like, hey, don't say that or whatever. <clears throat> and they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, fuck, damn it. Well, she was like, an, she was an orphan and she was raised by these runners, but like, she doesn't do that anymore. Like, please don't hurt us or whatever, right? And they're like, orphan, huh? Like, interesting. And so it turns out that uh, over, over the years, there have been uh, enough travelers through here and it's a big enough place that... Uh, a good handful of, of mystics and legacies of this society have come through and they've actually um, socially evolved to, so that their religion basically sort of worships these people and uh, but doesn't really understand like what the deal is, but they, they sort of worship it. And so they're worshiping the old knowledge and stuff like the, everything that came from, you know, human civilization and society and whatnot before it was all like taken apart to start over again. And, uh, so their religion is like centered around these people and the guy thinks that she might be one of them and he's right. Um, and so without saying anything about, so yeah, they quickly find out that these people worship the mystics and make it their religion. And, um, she tries to hide the fact that she's one of them <clears throat> because she doesn't know like what the fucking deal is. But so then they... Um, get taken to see the Council of Mystics because there's like a bunch of them there, like maybe like five or ten of them or something. And this dude's right there. There he is. They found him. Um, he's with these other mystics. And like all of a sudden he's like, he's better. Like he's not like rambling and incoherent and he's not like uh, having like weird like senile issues. He's like, he's talking really coherently, like super smart people shit with these other old dudes. Uh, old dudes, maybe women too. Yeah. And, uh, and they're fucking, they're talking about all kinds of shit and they're talking about, uh, pre-apocalyptic times and they're talking about how it came to be like this. And they have like weird explanations, you know, like Zeus's chariot of fucking fire through the sky kind of type shit. Like they have like, they have the idea, right. You know, like the planet used to spin more and these different things, we have these weird explanations from them and they sort of argue about it a little bit. 
Um, so like they know more than everybody else does and they sort of, uh, have like weird ideas about how it came to be that way, but they don't like, like each one of them has like different pieces of, of knowledge and different things. And they, and then have sort of filled in the rest of their blanks and they're sort of, uh, spinning their wheels. Like they're never going to agree or whatever. They're all very dead set in what they think the deal is and stuff. Um, and they basically sit around arguing about it all the time. And, uh, they find out that this chick is one and, uh, they're like, oh, like you have to like join this conversation. You have to like have the eternal argument with us to, so that we can really know like what the deal is. And she's like, no, fuck you. Like I'm, I'm looking for the bunker. I'm looking for, you know, the historic library of our society. And they're like, that doesn't exist. It's a fairy tale. And some, and some of them are like, you'll never find it like it does exist but you'll never find it like you just can't like you can't know where it is and even if you did like how would you get to it like it could be under a mile of ice or it could be like you know past the point of no return on the hot side um and they're like you have to just stay here with us and like we'll keep combining our knowledge and and finding more of our people and stuff and she realizes that her whole thing of trying to track these guys down has been a bunch of bullshit because they're all just a bunch of like old men that are really like set in their ways of like the weird stories that they've been told and aren't like putting it together enough. And she's like, you know, convinced that, uh, that she can find this fucking thing. And so she's, you know, in the bar in this place drinking and, uh, and meanwhile, uh, Amir and his sister are with the mystic and they're like catching up with him and actually like for the first time having a real conversation with him because for whatever reason, when he's in this, this place that's worshiping him, it sort of like fixes his mind and he can talk. And so for the first time, they're having a, a real conversation with him and talking with him and getting to know him. And he's telling them about, you know, their uh, settlement, you know, before they were born and when they were growing up and, and, and their parents and stuff. And so you get a bunch of backstory on them. And uh, meanwhile, while girl is uh, drinking in the bar, she's uh, uh, she's she's there with uh, 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 maybe like some guy like strikes up a conversation with her because she's like pissed off and she's like drinking or whatever and like not sure what she's going to do. And he, like, tries to come hit on her, and she's like, oh, you want to hear what I have to say? Like, I'm just going to dump all my shit on you. And she starts fucking talking like she used to in the old days when she was with the runners and just starts talking all this crazy shit. And she says something that somebody hears from across the room, and they're like, huh, like, I know something about that, right? Um, and so this is going to turn into a lead on where the bunker actually is um and so over the next like <clears throat> over the next day or whatever like this guy approaches her and is like hey like i don't know if this is helpful but from whatever story my grandma used to tell me who was a mystic and she died she always used to say that the past is in Detroit or some shit, right? Some city, some, some city, somewhere in the world. She used to say the past is in whatever city. And I don't know what that means, like, but that's what she said. 
just the word. He doesn't even know that the word is a city, but it's just this word, right? The passes in Detroit. I don't know what Detroit is, but that's what she said. And so that's her lead. And then we, uh, she has to basically uh, discover enough from the old world to figure out what Detroit was and, you know, where that exists in the current geographical scale of things and wants to go straight there. Meanwhile, uh, old boy Amir wants to, uh, thinks that he has to get back to uh, the other posse over on the hot side and, um, you know, tell them that they found the guy that they can stop looking at, make sure they're okay and get back to all that and get his sister home and stuff. And they're like, uh, sort of, sort of at odds at what they're going to do. Meanwhile, sister doesn't want to go back and wants to stay there with the mystic and the people who are like worshiping that because, um, she just really super likes the way they run their society and the fact that like, uh, uh, that this dude is here and she feels really like attached to him because she misses her father and stuff. And like, uh, she wants to, she wants to stay there and, and feels like she has some kind of purpose there. Amir wants to take her home and girl wants to go find, uh, Detroit immediately. <clears throat> but doesn't know where to start yet because she has to figure out where that is. So Amir is fighting with his sister and the girl, insisting that they both should go where he wants to go, and neither one of them is having it. And they're, the girls are sort of on each other's side, like, yeah, stay here, like, you should be here. And the other one's like, go find what you're looking for, like, you should do this, you know. And Amir's just like, ah, like, throw my hands style, right? And so he uh, finds someone who can give him a ride back to the rim uh, in, like, a week or whatever that means. Um, <clears throat> and so his plan is to get a ride back to the rim and then go try and find the other part of the, the posse uh, that went to the hot side and... Uh, you know, tell them what happened and that they found this dude and all that and, uh, and see his mom and stuff. And, uh, sister is, decides that she's going to stay there with the mystics and like give her service, uh, you know, to the church and whatnot. And girl is like f studying all these, like, uh, all the different, uh, uh, scrolls and stuff that the different mystics have because nobody has the same the same things exactly you know um and so she's looking at she's finding all these old maps and all these different things and she's studying and trying to figure out uh what direction she needs to go uh to be in detroit or whatever city we use and um it looks like she's uh making progress on that and maybe that's where maybe that's where this episode ends I'm not sure. Because, yeah. Okay. Yep. 